Hey guys, welcome to the One Life Church podcast. We're so glad you're joining us today and we hope this message encourages you and strengthens your faith. Enjoy the message. And it's so good to be here and as I said, uh, let's, just, uh, let's just see what God wants to say. It's always good when, when, uh, when we sit around the Word of God. Now can I encourage you, just make sure that you hear from God every day. I shared a word last week, I had the privilege of sharing in another church uh, last Sunday and and I was sharing around the incredible privilege we have to open the Word of God every day. You might not audibly hear, when was the last time you audibly heard from God? God was speaking to you. Okay, Pastor Ken, I need you to do this. You know, always, you always feel when God speaks to us, it's in a deeper voice, you know. If that's scriptural, but um, it sounds right. <laughs> okay, Ben, Ben, God is speaking to you. But however God speaks to you, I find that 99.95% of the time, God speaks to me through his word. I open it, I read it, I commune with the Holy Spirit, and God speaks to me. And so we have an opportunity every day to hear what God's saying. Not, you know, oh, I haven't heard from God for a long time. Well, can I encourage you? There is a Bible, it speaks to your life, it brings life into your, into your world, it brings the future into your world, it brings the present into your world, it brings the past into your world. You know, we have this Word of God that speaks to us every single day. And so let God speak to you and let Him breathe upon you. Maybe that's new to you today, I don't know if you've been in church for three minutes or you've been here for 30 years. Regardless of that, can I say, explore what God has to say every day and open the Word of God, the Bible, and hear what God has to say to you. 1 Corinthians, I'm going to share, share from there today. 1 Corinthians 12, I, I, I think I've got it on the screen there, this passage, you can read along with me. 1 Corinthians 12, reading from verse 4. And this is, this is kind of what you would say a foundational scripture for uh, sharing around spiritual gifts. It says this, Paul is speaking to the church in Corinth. He says this, now there, there are varieties of gifts, but the same spirit. There are varieties of ministries and the same Lord. There are varieties of effects, but the same God works all these things in all persons. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good. For to one is given the word of knowledge through the Spirit, to another the word, uh, sorry, uh, sorry, to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge according to the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healing by the one Spirit, and to another the effecting of miracles, and to another prophecy, and to another the distinguishing of spirits, to another various kinds of tongues, and to another the interpretation of tongues. But one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually, just as He wills. You know, these nine spiritual gifts are mentioned here. In Romans 12, we read about what's called the motivational gifts. Um, in, in Ephesians 4, we talk about the office gifts of apostle, prophet, pastor, teacher, evangelist. You know, there's so many different gifting areas and motivational areas and spiritual areas and gifts that God gives us they're for us to use every day spiritual gifts aren't for the one or one and a half or depending on how long the preacher is two hours 
or three hours or four hours. I'll stop. No. Uh, you know, there's, there's a variety of gifts that God has given to you and to me. And the Holy Spirit gives you gifts for other people. Not just so, oh, look at me, I've got the gift of prophecy on my life. I've got the gift of miracles on my life. And who thinks, I think all the gifts are great and all the gifts are important and all the gifts are significant for church, for the church. But if we're just going to use them for one hour of our 168 hour week, then we are underselling the gifts of the Spirit in our everyday life. You know, you've got one hour. Oh, I've got one hour to prophesy. I've got one hour to, to, word, to speak a, a word or to get a, get, a, get a word from God or get a word of wisdom. I tell you what, I, I find that God gives you words of wisdom every day if you would just listen. For, maybe for yourself, maybe for others. But the spiritual gifts, are an inc- there's an incredible variety of spiritual gifts for us and for the Christian life. And God is a God of, uh, you know, look at everyone around you. Everyone's different. We've all got different personalities. We've all got different giftings. We've all got different abilities, natural abilities and spiritual abilities. All of us, we're all so different. But the Holy Spirit has given us gifts. The Holy Spirit has given me gifts, has given you gifts, so that people would be edified, so that God God would be able to further advance His kingdom, and so that lives are impacted. You know, God's a God of great variety. You know, have you ever found the... I've never found the Christian life to be boring. Can I tell you just one thing that... And I'm going to divert just for a second. Crisps or potato chips. It would be very, very boring if we just had potato chips. Of course, there's only really one flavour of potato chips and that's salt and vinegar chips. Who agrees with me? I see all those hands. But then there's other people they like. Chili chips. There's other people that they like chicken, the old chicken chips or barbecue chips or honey soy chips or, hey, hey, I hear a hoy for honey soy. But you see, there's such a variety just in a packet of chips. Just make sure, like, please... Just make sure that they're salted. Just like your Christian life, make sure that your Christian life is salted. Hey, because we've got to, we've got to have a carry a flavour. We've got to carry a life. We've got to carry hope. We've got to carry purpose. We've got to carry vision into the world around us. So, and and the people of this incredible community aren't going to hear about Jesus unless you carry Jesus to them. They're not going to experience the great variety of gifts of the Spirit unless you're somebody that can come into someone's world and speak life into their world and maybe, maybe, just maybe get a word of knowledge for them. Just maybe get a word of wisdom for their season. Just maybe be able to bring yourself into someone's world where the Spirit of God is flowing through your life in some capacity that changes and transforms someone else's life. Because that's what God wants. That's why there's so many varieties of gifts and so many varieties of giftings in God because He wants you and I to walk in that. He wants you and I to... Now, now maybe not all of us are gifted in, in every area, but we have giftings in the area of the Spirit of God, in the Holy Ghost. And you and I have those giftings and, and God wants to develop them and use them 
and, and, and see, see his kingdom advance because spiritual gifts, let me tell you, spiritual gifts are good. It says here in, in, in 1 Corinthians 12, but to each one is given the manifestation of the spirit for the common good. Not because it's bad, not because it's controversial, not because, oh, I don't know, spiritual gifts stopped when the apostles all died. That's wrong teaching. It's wrong teaching. Spiritual gifts are just as alive and active today in your life and my life because they've been given by the Spirit of God who lives in us. He indwells our life. He fills our life. He empowers our life. And so spiritual gifts flow through us. And there's a great variety, just like there's a great variety of people that come to church and, and are unified together. There's a great word in Communion Day that unifying. We're unified in Christ. We're unified by the Spirit. We're unified in purpose. And you know, our there can be differences in the journeys that we all take. But God is the one that is moving in our lives and, and spiritual gifts, can I say, are good. And they're good to be used every single day. And because I'm only here for, for one Sunday with you in this series, I'm sure that over the next few weeks, that you'll drill down on some of the other spiritual gifts and have a good look at them. I'm just going to touch on just one thought today. Um, well, uh, it's a couple of thoughts, but one thought leading into that. But you just look at Jesus' life on the earth, and I'm, I'm just thinking of, in, in, the, in, the, uh, in the Gospels, there's 30, I think 37 recorded miracles of Jesus. It feels like there's more than 37 because they're repeated in, in the different Gospels. But of the 37 recorded miracles of Jesus identified in the Gospels, only two of them that I could see when I was looking at them occurred in public, like in, in, in tabernacle meetings. 35 of them occurred in everyday life. You know, only two of them occurred when we're here. We're going, oh, thank you, Jesus. I'm going to pray. We have a prayer line here. We'll do this, we'll do that, which is all good. Don't get me wrong. I, I, I believe in that. But 35 of the 37 happened out there. When Jesus is walking around, he sees a need and, and he meets a need. Where Jesus is, you know, he's had people that have been following him around for days and they're hungry and so he feeds them. Jesus' miracles, you know, he sees a need, someone... A coffin walks past him and he raises the little boy to life. Well, that's a pretty extraordinary life. You see these incredible things happen. And, and miracles after miracles were happening. I think the man with the withered hand, you know, we read about that in, in the Gospels, in Matthew, in Mark and in Luke. There's a man with dropsy that's healed as well in Luke 14. But other than that, most of the miracles that Jesus did were outside. Everything from turning water to wine. Now, who thinks that's a good miracle? <laughs> Healing the sick, raising the dead, calming the seas. Magnificent catches of fish to all the fishermen out there. Maybe just get a word from the Lord where to throw the, the line next time. You can do whatever you want. See, the, the, thing, the thing is, there's no rules, are there? As long as we love Jesus, as long as we walk with him, and as long as we allow our lives to be open to what the Lord wants for us to do. But the Holy Spirit's gifts are for today 
And when you think about miracles, I don't know, I think it's something that's birthed inside us as we do more life, is that you just want to see more things happen. You want to see more people that are sick healed. You want to see more people that are struggling have a word from God. You see more people that are discouraged to have a word of encouragement. You see more people that, are, that need to have life answers that a word of wisdom would come into their world. You know, there's people around us and there's people around us every day and God just wants to move upon their lives but he wants you and I to be able to see these gifts flow through our lives. John G. Lake says this in regard to miracles. He says, those who teach, he's a great, great uh, healing evangelist, um, I think in the 1800s, I think, John G. Lake. Was it 1800s or early 1900s? I, can't, I should have looked up the history there, but I, I quote him occasionally. Great evangelist, great preaching evangelist and, and healer. Great miracles happened through his, through his ministry. He's, he said these words, Those who teach that the days of miracles is past teach the most disastrous lie that was ever told. Such lies are responsible for the prevalent lack of faith in God and have robbed Christianity of the power to demonstrate itself and that was that was over a century ago we sometimes look at that we sometimes look at that today and think he's talking about that then and we can still see that evident in life today so it just makes me think okay lord let let us not let us not miss let us not miss out on what we have available to us and that is an incredible journey with the Spirit of God. And that we can walk with the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is our friend, our comforter, our helper. He's the one that speaks into our lives. He's the one that empowers our lives. But what motivates us spiritually when it comes to spiritual gifts? I think there's two things. One is getting closer to God ourselves. And secondly, it's helping others connect with God as well. So what motivates you spiritually? Hopefully what motivates you spiritually is that you want to get closer to God. And beyond that, that you want others, you want to help others connect with God. When we look at the scriptures, and, and I believe that no scripture happens by accident. When we look at, we look at the Bible as a whole, the way that things are are laid out for us to, to grab hold of. In, in Paul's letter to, to the church in Corinth, in, in 1 Corinthians 11, before the passage I shared earlier, uh, it talks about communion. Then we flip across into 1 Corinthians 12 and it talks about spiritual gifts. Do you know what, know what passage of Scripture comes after 1 Corinthians 12 is 1 Corinthians 13 which talks about, which is a love chapter. And I don't think it's any coincidence that these are all kind of, that the spiritual gifts are sandwiched between communion and a chapter that talks about love. Why? Because sometimes I think spiritual gifts have to be used with the right motivation. Because right after that passage in in 1 Corinthians 12, and and I'd like to have more time, we could look at the the next part of that passage, but for time's sake, we won't look at that today. But if we flick over to 1 Corinthians 13, and I haven't got this on the screen, but I just want to share a couple of verses right from the start of 1 Corinthians 13. It says, If I speak with the tongues of men and of angels, but do not have love, 
I have become a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I have the gift of prophecy and know all mysteries and all knowledge. I know everything. I'm a know-all. Anyone met one of those before? I know everything. And if I have all faith, as if I could remove mountains, but do not have love, I am nothing. We talk about spiritual gifts, we talk about words of wisdom and and miracles and prophecy and, and tongues and interpretation of tongues and all these things. And all those things are awesome. But, but they need to be awesome in the midst of what motivates us to operate in the gifts of the Spirit. Because if we don't, if we have this incredible faith that mountains get moved and, and we have all this knowledge and we have all this understanding and we have all these things, but I'm not loving the person, the stranger in the street, then it says that's just worthless. All the spiritual gifts are worthless unless we are motivated with an incredible love for people. I want to share one more scripture with us. It's found in Ephesians 4. It talks about our conduct, and I think our conduct is really important when it comes to being a man or woman of the Spirit. Because God wants you to be a man or woman of the Spirit. He wants you to be guided by the Spirit, to live by the Spirit, to be empowered by the Spirit, to live in the power of the Holy Spirit every day. But we also need to have credibility in our lives. Because if we don't have credibility, then people will not listen to what you've got to say. Because we can have all the gifts, we can have all the ability, we can have all the knowledge, we can have all the understanding. But if people know you don't really love them, then none of that is important. All of that is useless, unless I get that right. Ephesians 4 says this, don't, be, don't use fool or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. I'll just pause there. Do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, He has identified you as His own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. It's a powerful thing. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words and slander, as well as all types of evil behaviour. Instead, be kind to each other, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. It's always a sobering scripture when I come back to passages like that. I don't want to bring sorrow to the Holy Spirit. In fact, like you, I want to be somebody that carries the power, the unction, the presence, the goodness of the Spirit of God with me. And I don't want any of that other stuff to distract or get in the way or discredit me in the world that I live in. Because as soon as that happens, it's really hard to get back up again. And as Christians, we have a responsibility not only to have this incredible life, enjoy life, live, live, a lot, live life to the full, 
live life full of the Spirit of God, live life full of power and grace and goodness, but live life in a way that other people want to live the life that you're living. Because we want to see, we want to see people saved. I don't know about you, but I want to see people saved. I want to see people's lives be transformed. I want to see people find Jesus. I want to see people walk with him. And we can do that and we can be successful, but we've got to make sure that we're motivated out of a love for God and an incredible love for others as well. Never forget these two things, that the spiritual gifts are both powerful and supernatural. Don't, con- don't confuse them with natural gifts. And secondly, that the spiritual gifts are helpful and practical. They help us, they heal us, they direct us, they encourage us, they confirm things to us, they reveal things within us. Can I encourage you today to live every day seeking the presence of God, the power of God, the Word of God for you today? But also that these incredible gifts that God gives us, this incredible spiritual gifts that God gives us, are for us to explore, develop, and use in our lives. Don't get weirded out about them. Don't get sort of all, uh, uh, understand that they're for you to develop, to grow, to become the man, woman of God that God has called you to become. Every day, every day open your life to the Word of God. Every day open your life to the Spirit of God. Every day open your life to the gifts of the Spirit. Every day see that that action, that action of the Spirit of God through your life. And I believe God will do great and awesome things with us into our future. You know, God has great things planned for you. God's got great things planned for His church. This church, other churches, God's got great things planned. So can I encourage you, walk closely with the Spirit of God. How about we pray? I'd love to pray for you today. Lord, I pray. Pray for this incredible congregation here this morning. Holy Spirit, we invite you afresh into our lives. We know you're there, a fresh baptism of your Spirit, a fresh infilling of the Holy Spirit. Lord, let your gifts flow through us in the ways that you choose. You're an incredible God, incredible variety of gifts flowing through our lives, flowing through your church, not just on a Sunday service, but flowing through our lives every single day. Lord, I pray that Holy Ghost, that you would open up, open up to us right now. New, new giftings. You know, I, believe, I believe God has new giftings for you. You might have thought, oh yeah, I get, I get a word of knowledge sometimes. Or I get a word of wisdom sometimes and I know it's from God. Who wants, who wants more of the, the spiritual gifts to flow through your life? Hey, let's, let's, just, let's just for a moment, how about we stand on our feet, church? It'd be great. I'd just love to pray that the Holy Spirit, we just, we just open up our lives today. Holy Spirit, today, all those gifts you read out in that letter in Corinthians, all those giftings. Lord, I pray that, Lord, we can hunger and thirst for righteousness and the Bible says we will be filled. But Lord, that there's a desire in us, God, to be instruments that you would use to see spiritual gifts flow. 
Lord, I thank you today that new gifts will rise up within people. The gift of faith. Not saving faith, but the gift of faith would rise in people. Words of knowledge would stir in people. Words of wisdom would come. Lord, miracles would flow. Tongues, interpretation of tongues. All the gifts, Lord, would just start to flow in our lives. And, and Lord, in a way that builds people and, and sees your kingdom expand. Holy Spirit, we love you. Holy Spirit, we thank you. Holy Spirit, come. Fill us afresh today. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit.